Welcome to Beauty Uncut, the podcast. I'm Kayla. And I'm Shania, and we're here to bring a new perspective to beauty. So welcome back to our first official podcast. Yay! This episode is going to be all about cosmetic injectables, the latest trends, and we also have a little questionnaire for Shania at the end about how she got into cosmetic injectables, her passions, and her favorite treatments. Very exciting. Yay! So latest trends in the industry... We've noticed a huge change over the years in terms of cosmetic injectables. Overfilled, plump faces used to be what everyone wanted. Everyone wanted, mm-hmm. everyone wanted those Kylie Jenner lips. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like we're kind of going into, you know, that clean girl aesthetic that's kind yeah. of trending on TikTok right now. Not just with makeup, but cosmetic injectables as well. Do you agree? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. A lot of people are going for that more kind of natural um, enhancements or natural approaches to injectables too which we'll talk about yeah I feel like everyone's still getting a lot of work done but they're kind of getting it done in the right places so you look like you haven't had anything done but you just look super hot it's like is uh, hasn't has she or hasn't she exactly (laughs) so I did some research on the weekend and one of the top trending cosmetic injectable searches for 2022 was actually lip flips which actually surprised me um but do you want to tell us a little bit about lip flips Yeah, so lip flip is a treatment where we put a little bit of anti-wrinkle in that top lip muscle. So it relaxes that top lip and when it relaxes, it kind of flips out that top lip. So it gives a more poutier, um, fuller look without actually adding volume. Mm -hmm. And can you combine those two treatments together or are you better off doing one or the other? And if you did decide to get filler, can you still get that natural look? Yeah, so you can combine it. It really depends on your main concerns and it depends if that muscle is actually strong or overreactive, then you'll actually see a result. But it's quite common that people are getting lip flips first as like a step into injectables and then they they like need the actual filler and then if they do, they then get the filler. Yeah, definitely. Um, With lip flips, because it's such a small amount of filler in an area that we use that muscle all the time for eating, drinking, talking, things like that, um, it just doesn't last as long as, for example, what it would in the forehead or other areas around the face. So um, I typically see results for around four to six weeks, although with filler, we're adding volume. So with those um, treatments, you're seeing more longer lasting results. So yeah, it just depends on their main concerns. I guess it's also a cheaper alternative as well. So even if you were getting it done every eight weeks, it's not that much of an outlay anyway. Well, true. (laughs) Yeah. And what other treatments do you find as an injector that you're also seeing that's trending? Um, I'm also seeing a lot of lower face filler that's becoming super popular these days. Hell yeah. Yeah. I I was just saying to Shania, I want my chin and my jaw filler done. (laughs) ASAP. <laughs> yeah, I feel like with celebrities like um, Bella Hadid yeah. and Hailey Bieber with those amazing side profiles, mm-hmm. that's the look that we're all trying to achieve. Exactly. And I feel like with that celebrity influence, like we were talking about Kylie Jenner lips, you know, when they kind of bring out more side profile pictures and people are seeing that nice chiseled jawline and really nice, um, the line between the nose, lips, and chin, and it's really nice and balanced, mm-hmm. then they start kind of asking more about those kind of treatments rather than just like asking about lip filler so yeah exciting yeah (laughs) what is your favorite injectable treatment to do do you think 
My favorite is definitely lip filler. I know like almost every injector (laughs) says that, but I think it's that like instant gratification treatment that you just see the results straight away. Yeah. um, And everyone misses the swelling. Yeah. I say it to everyone. (laughs) Literally as soon as you get it done, you're like, you freak out, but then it goes and you're like, Oh, I kind of want it go. That, I want that filler, like, you know, that um, swollen look back yeah, already. Exactly. Yeah. And then they come back. But I have to say mine is definitely chin and jaw. Like I would rather mm. get my chin and jaw done than my lips. Well, yeah. I'd rather all three, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so another injectable treatment that we're seeing that is trending is um, biostimulators. Yeah. I feel like that is a game changing treatment and it's taking the world like the beauty world by storm. Like everyone is talking about it. Everyone's having it done. Do you know much about it yourself? Cause I've only done a little bit of research. So I don't know too much. Yeah. Well at the moment I haven't gotten my full training, but I have heard a a bit about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that it's like a natural moisturizer for the face. So, um, but it also has more benefits rather than just moisturizing the skin. So it does have um, skin tightening effects and rejuvenation effects as well so it's very much a game changer yeah Yeah. and how would you say that differs between like your skin boosters and the biostimulator is there much of a difference or are they much of the same I guess it's similar in a sense because they're both natural moisturizers for the skin um, injectable moisturizers although with the biostimulator you are getting more benefits out of it um, compared to just that moisturizing effect with the um, skin booster yeah 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 I think I read like you're stimulating four types of collagen and elastin is that correct yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah you will get that tightening effect would you say that the tightening effect is similar to like Morpheus A or a skin kneeling radio frequency um, treatment or it's hard to compare because it's quite a new treatment yeah I feel like it's hard to compare although same with what I was saying before it depends on their main concerns so yeah. it depends on their skin condition I feel like um, for most people, it would be good to get them on the injectable first. Oh, no. Morpheus A first. Morpheus A first, yeah. And then the injectable. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how you typically treat, right? You always kind of put them on a journey to do their skin first and then you get them with their injectables. I've noticed that's how you do it. Yeah, 100%. So much better. Um, I find with the Morpheus A, that's a a treatment that I do personally. Yeah with the microneedling and the radio frequency because of the radio frequency it's good to do that first before jumping into injectables because it can actually affect the injectables so um if you are looking to get any rf treatment it's good to get it done like three months in advance before you do your injectables yeah yeah and would that kind of be the same for if you were going to do like a um biostimulating treatment would you kind of want to work on the skin surface first and then go into doing that treatment yeah I would yeah just because of the RF yeah because with the biostimulator we don't want to affect those effects yeah yeah you know and kind of mess with both treatments and have the full effects of both work first yeah well, I'm looking forward for you to doing the training and know, I'm me so being a training model so I yeah. can see what it's all about and see the, you know, long-term effects of it. Yeah, for sure. And I'll, I've also heard that you have to do like two treatments yeah. to have the full, full course. course. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I did hear that as well. Mm. Um, a treatment that you were telling me about the other day, I hadn't even heard of it before and now I feel like I'm seeing it everywhere, is Haytox. Yeah, I want. Okay, I feel like I want everything, (laughs) but that is something that I really want because I suffer with really bad allergies coming into like spring and summer. And well, 
anything you tell me, I'm sold on straight away. But can you also elaborate on what Haytox is? For sure. So Haytox is a treatment where we use a bit of anti-wrinkle and we actually put it into the nasal passage um, and it actually stops your nerves and it kind of helps with So it kind of like blocks the receptors. Yeah, it blocks the receptors. So it really helps with hay fever and it helps for a couple of months too and it literally takes like – 10 minutes to do and no so needles quick. involved right no it's needles kind, involved. you just kind of shoot it up the yeah nose, basically <laughs> like a little like um nasal spray right yeah yeah amazing yeah it's so cool i feel like that's going to be so popular coming into spring and summer here in australia yeah another game-changing treatment i feel like there's game-changing treatments left right and center at the moment it really I feel is like just a new treatment or we're finding out about a new treatment all the time. Yeah, I just feel like with cosmetic injectables, it's so much more popular these days. Almost every person is getting it. Um, and so there's a lot more research going into it and, you know, more treatments coming up, which is awesome. Yeah, exciting times for the industry. Yeah. But one other treatment that I wanted to ask your opinion on was PRP versus PRF. So I know a little bit about PRP. I know that you take your blood, your blood and you um, spin it in your, what do you call it? Centrifuge. Yeah, that. yeah. And um, you take the plasma and you can inject it back into the skin or you can needle into the skin for yeah. anti-aging benefits, etc. I actually had that done on my arms for my keratosis yeah. polaris. We did dermapen and needled in the um, PRP. PRP. Yeah. By the way, game-changing treatment for me. I feel so like we've good. said that so many times, but that is such a good treatment. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've suffered with KP for the last two years and nothing has worked like mm. that. But how would you say PRP differs from PRF? Do you know much too much about so it? So the difference is that the PRP, which I feel like a lot more people know about, yeah. Um, it is spun a little bit faster and so that separation is mainly separating the platelet-rich plasma away from the red blood cells. Mm-hmm. Um, with that treatment, we can inject and we can do facials, you know, with the microneedling as well. Um, with a PRF, I think it's spun a little bit slower so you get more of that fibrin and it's, so it's a much better anti-aging treatment for the skin yeah um and it's a lot better to be injected because you're kind of getting into that right layer where we have all that stimulation happening in the skin yeah for rejuvenation and for so with prf is that like if you're injecting into the skin is that adding volume or is it just like an anti-aging treatment so both prp and prf i guess is collagen stimulation yeah so in a way, it's like a natural. So you're kind um, of getting like a, a soft plumpness yeah. to the skin, but you're not yeah. adding volume or definition. Like exactly, you would okay. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess it's considered a more natural version because yeah. you're creating your own collagen. Yeah, yeah. And so is PRP maybe better for someone who is younger, or would you say yeah. you could still use it for both? Yeah, and older either way, you could still use it, but I guess. The PRF, because it has more benefits, is kind of coming to light. It's the same thing with the biostimulator mm-hmm. and the difference between that and the skin booster. It's kind of the same thing with yeah. PRP and PRF. PRF, Ooh. more benefits, so might We as well. should do like a little challenge with ourselves. Like do one <laughs> half of like the biostimulator, mm. other half like PRP or PRF and see that would kind be of an like, interesting Yeah, because they kind of sound like they're quite a similar treatment. Mm. Um, well, not similar, but they have like similar benefits. It'd be interesting to see yeah how different they really are yeah yeah but do you have any other um treatments that you're noticing popping up that's quite popular or are they kind of like the top five that's the I feel like pretty much what was spoken about um 
I just feel like lip filler is just so popular to me, but I mean... <laughs> I feel like lip filler is always going to be popular, yeah. but it's probably just going to change, like, by the trend. Like, Kylie Jenner, obviously, big oh, lips, I but know, I, yeah. I, like, I reckon Hailey Bieber definitely has got to have some filler, oh, so, but just not more natural, so yeah, maybe... Yeah just changing the way it's how many it's mils done. you're getting yeah on, you know. yeah I think it's the technique as well yeah um it really is up to the injector as well and how much they're actually putting in yeah um the techniques how often you're doing it yeah I guess yeah exactly yeah. cool yeah. exciting all right so let's jump into some questions for Shania I feel like this is going to be your most asked question I feel like every time you come into work you're like oh my god so many questions yeah and you love it. You love answering them. Yeah. But how did you get into being a cosmetic nurse? And what do you recommend for other nurses wanting to get into injectables? Yeah, so I got into the industry, I guess, a bit differently. So when I first came out of high school, I went straight into my nursing degree. I didn't really know what avenue I wanted to go into for my career. But through my nursing I actually did a beauty course on the side in my last year of nursing so that was pretty hectic I've got to say a little side hustle there for you (laughs) yeah well I was doing makeup artistry like on the side um just as like a fun thing for myself and I wanted to have something behind it because I was self-taught yeah and that's why I did the beauty course so I went into the beauty course and then coming up to my graduation from uni everyone was like Shania you should get into injectables like it makes sense and I was like oh I don't know if I want to do that to people like I just had that stigma in my head about injectables and how it's like you know just plumping up people's lips and things like that but anyway it's so weird to me (laughs) because I feel like you were just made for this industry you know what I mean yeah it's weird like talking about it hey so after that I did a bit of research and found that it really did mix my passions together so I was looking for a course that I could do And I hate asking for money. So I found like a cheap course, not going (laughs) to lie, but it was like a two day course and it was foundations about, you know, anti-wrinkle and filler. And looking back now, I don't recommend it (laughs) because I feel like unless you have like a job or shadow work or things like that after the course, then it's kind of like a waste because you just forget everything. So after the course, I loved it. Yeah. And you're like, this is what yeah, I meant to do. Yes, at least, exactly. At least that kind of like reignited for you that yeah, this was yeah. what you were supposed to yeah, go on 100%, to do. Yeah, 100%. After that, I was emailing and messaging all these clinics and all these nurses and like even doctors trying to get like an opportunity to get like just shadow work yeah. or any kind of opportunity. Yeah. It was so hard though because it was 2020, so through COVID. Well, it was it was probably just before COVID, right? Because Well, I graduated yeah. in like 2019, uh, so yeah. it was like just as yeah. COVID was happening. I feel so like crazy. it's even hard like even now and even before oh, COVID yeah. to try and just get your foot in the door anyway. It's yeah. so hard. Yeah. So that's why I do recommend for anyone trying to get into the industry Obviously, you do have to do your nursing or you do have to be a doctor or a dentist to do injectables. So that's your first step. But doing a course in specific injectables, I do recommend doing a diploma yeah. um, and getting as much experience as you can through that. So then when you try and get a job, then it's it like looks you a bit have better. that experience. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But after that, personally, I did have a family friend who was an injector who kind of took me on and let me shadow her for a while. So yeah. that was very helpful. Yeah. And then also through a family friend, I did get an opportunity to work at a laser clinic, which did all the training for me. 
Is that so, silk? Yeah. Yes. So okay. That so that's how we work together, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 I was amazing. actually remember you. You. I think my mum was your first maybe yeah, ever patient. She was, and she was like. Shania is the best injector I've ever been to. I don't even think I told her that you were new because I was like, she would have freaked out. But she was like, she's so gentle. Like, she's so, like, confident in her work. I just remember that. That's so nice. Yeah. But, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Like, it was so good because there's so much support around you in a laser clinic. You Mm -hmm. know, they have such a big team with the injectable side of things. So, that was amazing and I recommend for anyone trying to get into the industry, if they can get a job through a laser clinic, you'll be so supported and get so much experience out of that. Yeah. Um, I feel the same for skin yeah. as well. Like yeah. I find like, any kind of industry, I feel like it's hard to get into the industry. It's just kind of – but a laser clinic Australia or like a silk, you know, you kind of get in, you do all the training with them and – I mean, I didn't like working there, but at least you get all of that training and experience to That's then it. move on to the next step yeah. and move on to a better clinic. It's always a journey. Yeah, it's you a journey. <laughs> go through that journey. Yeah. 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 No, it's good. I feel like working at a laser clinic, um, I was just doing injectables and obviously I did have that beauty background and yeah. I loved skin when I did um, my beauty course. I found my love for skin. Yeah. Kind of coming from the laser clinic coming into the clinic that we're working in yeah. now and we have so much more that we offer here. Yeah. I love, I guess, the versatility of what we can do here and how we can take our patients on, on that a journey. Plan. Like a holistic approach yeah. for sure. Because I feel yeah. like at laser, well, you know, those chain um, clinics, yeah. you don't get that holistic journey. You kind of mm. you either get there for laser or you go there for, you know, skin or you go there for injectables. It's never kind of a journey. Whereas, exactly. Whereas, you know, treating someone, it is a journey. You need to see that, like, you want to work on their skin and then you want to work on you know, yeah, if they want injectables else, yeah. or if they want body contouring, you can stay with that patient for their entire mm. experience. I feel, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I That's what I love about working at Anigo where we work now. It's just like I love being on that process with my patients and, you know, they might come in for injectables but we they might not realise that they need a skin treatment first. Yeah. And so being able to actually, you know, be on that journey with them and they build a trusted relationship with you as well. So they want to be with you throughout that journey. So, um, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love what I do. I just had another question as well. Um, I feel like I'll know your answer, but do you think that you should do like a diploma of beauty or do some kind of skin course before, like before you get into injectables or doing it at the same time? Do you think that will like that helps? I think it definitely helps because, I mean, I guess it's something that you will continue to learn throughout your um, career, but having that knowledge, knowledge initially, it really kind of, I guess your your understanding of injectables is like widened because you can actually recommend other treatments for your clients instead of, you know, them coming in thinking they need, for example, cheek filler, but they actually have really lax skin and so they, they need... So they do like a skinny link yeah, or RF, yeah. Yeah, so you can actually give them a proper treatment plan that makes sense for their concerns, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And lastly, obviously you said lip filler was your favourite treatment to do. What's your favourite treatment to have done injectable-wise and skin-wise? Ooh, okay. Injectable-wise, I think this sounds weird, but... I love getting my masseters done. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Except, yeah, it, you do, yeah. <laughs> right now I'm resistant, which sucks. But I feel like it's not even like the cosmetic um, benefit for me, but just therapeutic, you know, because I clench my teeth. Yeah. And so I love that treatment yeah. because I just 
forget about um, clenching and that soreness that I get. Um, I feel like you're a prime example of... You know when you we talk when we were speaking about at the start having like you people get a lot of filler done but it's done right these days. Yeah. Not saying you have a lot of filler, but you I have, do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, she does. Not gonna lie. No, but like you have had a lot of filler, but you don't look like you have like it's yeah. done right and you look like yeah. that clean girl aesthetic look. You know thank what you. I mean? That's okay. <laughs> so do you. Compliment me. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I did that. So <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like you're the prime example of like having had work done but still looking great. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah, don't don't expect that compliment too many times. <laughs> um, but no, I agree. Yeah. I think it's it's funny actually. I guess looking around at the community of cosmetic injectors, obviously being in the industry, you have everything available to you. And I think there are certain people who do kind of take it overboard. And um, I have had clients. A lot of people. Ninety <laughs> percent of the industry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I have had clients come in and say that they've been elsewhere. And they've seen, um, you know, injectors or it might have been like a manager or someone in a clinic that they've been to and seeing that overdone look has made them feel uncomfortable and then they kind of question why I have to just jump in. But um, when we worked at Silk, there was a girl there that had like super big lips, love her, but (laughs) a client came in and was like, I'm scared to see Nurse Shania because of this person that worked there and yeah. like Shania hasn't even touched her face <laughs> but yeah you're right that patients do me. get scared if it looks too much yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah I agree with that yeah 100% yeah and favorite skin treatment to have done and Ooh. do I think my favorite treatment to get done myself would definitely be fire and ice yeah, um, you do love your facial facial. I do. Yeah, but I you really do love foaming enzyme as well. Oh, I do, yes. That's I'm surprised a new one you that said fire and I ice. like both. Yeah. I like both. Well, thank you so much for listening to our first official podcast. Yay. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our socials as well, Beauty Uncut platform. And check out our website. Thank Yay. you. Thanks.